Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. We want to take a minute and give credit to one of our sponsors of the show, Her2 Beauty Bar. They specialize in all-natural skincare, all-natural ingredients, which includes sensual body butters, cleansing soap milk, exfoliating sugar scrubs, facial aloe skin products, and argan hair care. Go to MySkinCareNatural.com to shop for your natural skincare needs. Now, back to the show. Well, hello, hello, hello. I got my times all messed up. What I said, say? I said, good evening. I meant good afternoon. <laughs> you are so funny. How are you doing today? I'm pretty good. How are you? I am doing well. And welcome also to our guest as well, who um, is listening to us from all over the world. And this is CBS Soap Dish recap where we recap the young and the restless and the bold and the beautiful from the previous week and this week is being um october 12th through october 16th so we got a lot unpacked this week with both shows don't we yeah we do yes we do yes we do and i just wanted to again thank all of our newbies for listening to the show um Looking at last week's episode, we actually doubled our viewership. So I really appreciate you guys supporting the show that we do. And we love bringing you guys recap content from both CBS shows. So thank you guys so much that's out there listening to us. Yeah, thank you. I have a question. Sure. Would we ever um, consider like having one of the listeners that might want to be on the the podcast at some point Um, if in fact that someone reaches out and want to do um come on to the show we can definitely get you set up where you know if you um are listening through the anchor platform which is the host platform for this particular podcast you can um definitely send a notation out and then of course we can have them on the show did you have somebody in mind or oh no no, okay. I don't. I just, um, I don't know. I just thought it would be fun to get the perspective of maybe someone else that um, might have like the opposite views that we do or just, I don't know, something different. Yeah. I mean, hey, and I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. So if anybody out there that is interested, please, you know, send a message out and we can arrange it where we can actually bring you into the show as well when we record. So that I would, that's great. Yeah. All right. So um, we're going to start, what we usually do is start with The Young and the Restless. That's our hour long show. And then of course we go into The Bold and Beautiful in the second half of the show. And um, I mean, we had a total of, let me think, one, two, three, four, to maybe five different storylines this week on The Young and the Restless. Mm-hmm. So, which one did you want to tackle first? Do you want to tackle Sharon's engagement or 
I think that's what really between what happened with Summer and Kyle and what happened with um, Sharon and Ray's engagement. Those were earlier in the week. So which one of those do you want to tackle first? Um, let's do Summer and Kyle first. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So um, this week was the week that they took off. Um, and they also sent the emails to their parents this week, right? Um, I believe that okay. was last week when they sent those emails. This week, okay. month, um, this week was when she took off. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, they were supposed to get married, as you guys probably remember. And then Summer took off. He And then Kyle got back to the job. Now, it's interesting that you think, uh, and then let me know what you think about this, how Phyllis was so adamant that he did something to run Summer off. What did you think about Phyllis's reaction? Um, I guess I can understand why she may have thought it was something that Kyle did because of their, the the history there with him and Lola and the stuff that went on before, which some of that was Summer's fault anyway. I mean, she was mm-hmm. the one that probably should have walked away from Kyle a long time ago. But um, mm-hmm. I can kind of see where she might be coming from with it, um, especially considering how much Summer really wanted to be with Kyle. So I think my I think my initial thought, if I was her mom, would be you must have done something because she's been wanting to be with you. Like she's been going hard for Kyle for the last couple of years, and now all of a sudden she just walks out with no explanation. So I would be a little skeptical if I was her. So I don't really blame Phyllis. I just think she was kind of um, she was kind of dead wrong for the way she kept going in on him though. After he had already told her, I have no clue like what happened. I don't know what I did or or why she left. I don't know where she is. And and then uh, you see her kind of going off with him when she sees him in the office. So she was wrong for that. I mean, mm-hmm. clearly, he doesn't, clearly he doesn't know what's going on. Which he, yeah. should, he should if, uh, like, come on, Kyle, use a little common sense. You should have an idea that it's probably got something to do with Lola. But, of course, he that's not I guess that hasn't crossed his mind at all. Well, the crazy part about all of that is as crazy as this idea that Summer has about, you know, sneaking around town, being incognito, trying to spy on him. Mm-hmm. You know, he actually played right into it. He couldn't stay away from society. Yep. You know, and I mean, granted, first place he it went. wasn't it was the first place he went exactly so he played actually into as crazy as all this looks with what summer was doing with regards to her plan of not letting her parents know where she was not letting um of course kyle know where she was Mm -hmm. her scooting around town with this big hat and hiding behind walls and corners the thing of the matter is he definitely did that now the 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 other side of this thing is with Kyle is that he's not necessarily falling back into Lola's arms yeah. but there's a part of him that's like okay who's the second person I can talk to and what does he do he float right to society yep. now I will say toward the beginning of this week I did have an issue with Lola trying to criticize him for coming into society talking about don't come back here in my place. This is my restaurant. I'm like, no. 
Mm-hmm. You work there, you're the head chef, but that is his aunt's restaurant. Or his cousin, I should say, because Abby is his cousin, I'm sorry. But that's his cousin's restaurant. So, I mean, if he decided to come up in there and buy six or seven tables and reserve them, he can do that. And granted, a couple of days later, she did come back and apologize. You know, she was like, you know, I'm sorry for the fact that I told you you couldn't come in here. But her attitude is just so stank. (laughs) She does have a crappy attitude. But I will say, she also kind of had a point when she told Kyle. This wasn't, Mm -hmm. it wasn't the night that he showed up um, when she was having her girls night. It Mm -hmm. It was when she saw him at the coffee house and she said, and she said to him, there really wasn't any other place in town that you could have gone. You had to come into my restaurant, um, basically sulking over summer dumping you. Like, why couldn't you, why couldn't you find somewhere else to go? Why do you, basically, you're rubbing this situation in my face and I'm trying to get over you, is what she's saying. So, no, it's mm. not her restaurant. It is his cousin's restaurant. But he knows that she works there. So, I, I, I agree with Lola for once on something when she was telling him, I, you know, I would appreciate it if you just would find somewhere else to go instead of always lingering around the restaurant where I am when I'm trying to get over this divorce that we just went through. Yeah, I mean, who, he who's to say that she would have been even working that night? I mean, I just... My thing is with that whole, and I granted they got a divorce, but that's the stickiness that you get. You still, he he's still part of that family. I could see if this was like Crimson Lights is Sharon's place, you know, there's no connection to this or whatever, but that's family. I mean, and I, I get what you're saying too, because what you're saying, it makes sense. You know, it's like, don't, you know, I'm just getting over the divorce. Why you got to come over here? But you know, I mean, yeah. technically, dude can go where you want to go. <laughs> he can, I mean, but it's like, I mean, I just, I'm not a fan of tiptoeing around people, you know, because I, I'm not saying that he has to tiptoe around her, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like, he knows what he's doing. He knows mm-hmm. that going there is going to, just like when he would go there with Summer all the time, mm-hmm. he knows that showing up in there with Summer is kind of, uh, although, yes, he has a right to be in there if he wants to be there, but that's still kind of messed up, especially when they first broke up. Like, have have a little bit of courtesy. You, he keeps he keep he kept talking about how he's you know still cares about her. And he just wants to make sure that she's okay. Then stop showing up at her restaurant all the time. Find somewhere else to go for a little while until some of this stuff smooths over. Mm-hmm. And Lola clearly is not over him. Like it it bothers her. And she's shown Kyle that it bothers her that him and and uh, Summer are together. So I feel like he's just lingering around because he can't let go of her. And it's just... Okay, well, let me ask you this then. Let me ask you this then. Because they also ran into each other earlier this week at Crimson Lights. And Mm -hmm. she was fussing at Theo. And she turned around and started to have fun. Okay, so where is he supposed to go? Because this is a small town. She's oh yeah. Well, I mean, anywhere else, <laughs> anywhere else that she sees him, she there's nothing that she can say. Like mm-hmm. she she doesn't have a legitimate claim to 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 complain to him about bumping into him anywhere else outside of the restaurant that she works at. 
Because, um, I mean, don't she still live up above Sharon's place? Um, I don't. I'm. I assume she does. I don't know. Yeah. So I mean, she lives above Crimson Lights. She works at Society. The athletic club, I guess, no longer exists. And then, of course, the only other place is the Grand Phoenix, which you know, I don't know. Maybe he could have went there, but he did float over there for a minute too, and he keep running into Phyllis. So <laughs> it's like, yeah. where can he go? I just think I. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I know. I just, I it. just want. There's to be- no, there's no reason for him to constantly go in her restaurant for no other reason other than he just wants to be in there checking on her, and that's exactly what he's doing. It's not, it's not that he just happens to show up. He he goes there on purpose. So, what do you think about the fact that when she, um, meaning Summer, was hiding and ran into Faith, <laughs> well, so, Faith now, walked Summer- up on her. <laughs> Yeah. Now, I don't like the way Summer is handling it because, mm-hmm. like you said, like you said earlier this week, she's playing games. Yeah, like, she is. What is what are you what are you proving to yourself by sneaking around and watching what Kyle and Lola are doing? Like, are you trying to see if he's trying to get back with her? Like, what's the point? And the I, way that she mm-hmm. left things, even if, even if it's not a case of him attempting to get back with Lola. Mm-hmm. How do you think Kyle is going to feel about you now that you basically ran out on him with no explanation and and left him high and dry when you guys were supposed to get married? Like, does she think that he's just going to forgive her and be like, oh, okay, well, I understand why you did that. Let's go get married now. Like, I would be pissed if I was Kyle. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, honestly, she can easily try try to throw in his face. I saw the text message. But the thing is, the mature way to handle that is not to take off and leave. She should have right. addressed that with him, like, hey, what is this? But no, yeah, she that's wants the... to play games, like you said, and yep. let me go see what he going to do if I'm not around. If I'm not around him, will he run straight back to Lola? Now, the concept is, I can understand where she's coming from, <clears throat> but the way that it's being done is very immature. Yeah, exactly. She should have stuck around and just confronted him about that text instead of running off. Yeah. Because now you don't have, you really don't have a leg to stand on because you didn't confront him about it when it happened. You, you played games, you disappeared, you sneaking around spying on him, and now you just look stupid. So, yeah. I, so when she is ready to confront Kyle with whatever it is that she thinks she's going to find, or, um, when she figures out that Kyle isn't actively trying to get back with Lola now that she's not around, she there's really like there's no way to explain what she's done to make it to make what she did okay. Yeah, and the thing is, as she listened to because she hired, and then here's the thing she ropes in one of the employees at society. Yeah. to be her eyes and ears to see how many times Kyle come in here and then promise using her leverage as a Newman for her, for this guy. Hey, if you get fired, I'll get you a job at the tower, top of the tower. And I'm like, yeah. the, the Newman's always, and that's a whole nother story. It's interesting how people like her, Victoria, and sometimes even Abby chastise mm-hmm. Adam for their behavior, but in so many different ways, they act just like him. You know, uh-huh. and when it comes to the conniving and thing, I'm not talking about the stealing of the babies and 
you know, mm-hmm. that part of it, but the being extremely manipulative and moving things around and situations and people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. let me see. So, um, I think what else happened with that? Okay. So of course that leads into, which we, that's going to be probably a bigger topic that we're going to talk about in the show with the passing of Dina Mergeron. Kyle yeah. also lost his grandmother around this time, and Summer was nowhere to be found. Yep, yep. That's, that was when I was watching that episode Friday. I was thinking to myself because they show Lola asking Kyle how Dina is doing. Yeah, I saw Monday's episode, and, <laughs> so, and they don't. Yeah, and Summer's not even thinking about the fact that his grandmother is sick, and now she's gone. So now she's gonna feel. I think she's gonna. Well, I I haven't seen Monday's episode, but mm-hmm. I feel like she's gonna feel real silly when she finds out that Dina passed away and she wasn't there for Kyle. And that's the other thing. I don't. I think that relationship at this point is gonna be over because at one of the most darkest periods is when you need the person that you love closest to yeah. you. And yep. this is somebody that you was about to marry a few days ago. You skipped town. You around sneaking and spying and carrying on. And then yep. come to find out you didn't miss something that was huge in his life. And she's yep. going to be like, oh my God, I saw the text message. I'm just throwing this out here. This didn't happen on Monday. But I'm presuming that this is probably what she's going to say. I left you because I saw the text message that you had and you text and You just can't get out of your mind. And he's going to be like, do you realize that my grandmother passed? Yeah. And you worried about that? Yep. Yeah. And, and I think what, I think what's going to end up happening is Lola's going to be there for him while oh, summer is know. off hiding yeah. and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. You know, um, I, I honestly think, that um, Summer shot herself in the foot with this one. If she had yeah. just had sit down and had a conversation in that hotel room with him and said, "Hey, what's up with this text?" Yeah, none of this would be an issue. You know what I'm saying? And it leads yeah. into a situation that now, you know, with Dina, it, it, yeah, she there's no coming back with this one with Kyle. I don't see it. I could be wrong. The writers could take it you know, the way they want to take it, but in most situations, yeah, Kyle's going to be probably done with her after this week. Yeah, I agree. She ain't, like you said, she did it to herself. She ruined she ruined her own relationship, although I feel like with the way Kyle keeps um, I don't, babying isn't the right word, but with Coddling her. Keeps, yeah, Lola. Mm-hmm. Um, that probably, that relationship probably wasn't going to last anyway. But she she is the one that ends up ruining it instead of it being on Kyle because he can't stay away from Lola. So I've been wondering because since Theo and uh, Lola, obviously, you know, whatever relationship or what situationship you want to call that they had had ended, he's just been floating through time. And I mean, even though he's working at Chancecom, we really haven't seen much of him, but I honestly think that there is going to be a storyline for him on the horizon. And the reason that I say that is because out of all of the Abbots that was there with Dina in her last hour, nobody mm-hmm. called Theo. 
Yeah, they sure didn't. Theo was he because that was the only connection that he has in Genoa City besides the fact that he do know the Abbots are related. Uh, Dina was his grandmother too. I he's going to be pissed. Yeah. So I'm wondering if the writers are going to take that and say, you know what, we can take him because he's kind of like just like Adam is, you know, Adam is the Adam of the Newman side. Theo is kind of like the Adam of the Abbots. He's not as yeah. dark as Adam is yet, but this could take him down that road. And I don't blame him because how are you not going to say, hey, you know, everybody knew Dina was in her last few hours, days, whatever, because they was trying to get that, that necklace. Why didn't mm-hmm. Jack, if if Kyle didn't, why didn't Jack, you know, contact Theo and say, look, you know, the time is coming you know, if you want to come over and see her and get, you know, get some last time with her, they did none of that. And yeah, yeah, he's gonna be pissed. So I'm wondering if they're gonna, that's gonna create a whole nother storyline in regards to um, Theo. Plus, who's to say that Dina, because she realized she had another son, there's something that might be in that will for him too. Yeah, if it is, I bet they try to contest it, saying exactly. that she wasn't in her right mind. Exactly, and that's why I'm saying there may be another storyline on the horizon with Theo going up against the Abbots now. Because I mean, as a Vanderway, which was Dina's other son, which is the, uh, Theo's father, you know, they could definitely take that storyline into a whole, especially now knowing that he didn't get to say goodbye. Yeah. So I just wanted to throw that out there. What do you think? You think that could go somewhere? Um, it's a possibility. I I don't I don't know if they'll create a storyline out of that or if they'll just gloss over that and just bring Theo like just. Well, I'm going to throw a nugget out say. there on Monday. Theo is pissed. Well, maybe they will make a storyline out of it. Yeah, I don't know how far. I'm just creating the extras. All I know is that he's mad. So, yeah. Um, so I wonder. I, I don't. I and this isn't an excuse, mm-hmm. but I'm. I guess I'm trying to think of if I had just like met a cousin mm-hmm. who didn't. He didn't grow up knowing his grandmother. He just met her like this year mm-hmm. and then our grandmother passes away and he he wasn't there when he wasn't there like everybody else was what mm-hmm. I feel like I I don't know what I See, feel like okay. I had go ahead I'll let you finish oh no I was gonna, I'm just I'm trying to think of the words but I feel like I had a right to to be mad about that considering I didn't really I've known her for less than a year I didn't really know her like that anyway. Well, that, see, and that's the difference because from the information you just gave is a little bit different than Theo. When Jack found out and even um, Ashley found out, they was trying their best to bring him in the company, bring him into the family. This is his connection to other parts of Dina. So they created an emotional attachment and brought Theo into this. And of course, Theo now getting to know who, because his dad passed away a long time ago, and to know who 
his family is and his grandmother is. It would be different if it was just a fleeting type of meeting. They tried mm-hmm. to ingratiate Theo into this family. I mean, Ashley was willing to take him off and get him a job over in France as part of the company. <laughs> That's how yeah. deep they wanted Theo to be a part of the family because this was another extension of Dina to hold on to. So with them bring, because remember, Theo was hesitant. He was like, I don't know. I don't, you know, and they was like, no, you're family too. So now that he feel like family at the last moment of Dina's life, now you treat him like an outsider. So, yeah, I mean, it's different. Like, I understand where you're coming from because it's like, okay, you just show up. I only known you for a year. We really didn't connect. They tried to connect Theo deeply into the family and they did give him that opportunity so much they gave him a job you know they had him sitting with Dina and spending time with her and watching her and babysitting you know adult sitting you know with her and everything and he built a relationship or connection with him with her and then all of a sudden she's she's gone and he couldn't even say goodbye you know so you know I mean that's the way the story it seemed to have been written. So, you know, we'll see where they're going to go with that. But yeah. do we have anything else on those four? Lola and you got anything else? Um, Not particularly for uh, Lola, Kyle and Summer, but since we're already talking about um, Dina, mm-hmm. I did not like that scene. Yeah, it was a little disturbing. Yeah, I don't, and I and I know that they can only do so much because of COVID. Um, COVID, but I feel like they should have had her actual death off camera because it it felt cold considering they couldn't, like no one could personally hug her or, you know what I mean? Like they right, no one could hug each other, so they're all basically just standing there watching her die in this chair, and everybody's just sitting there. And then she just turned her head over to the side, and yeah, yeah. it was it was unusual. I didn't like cause that because like, I was looking through the groups to see if, I, and a lot of people was like, "Oh my God, I have tears and tissues and things like that." But yeah, it was a little, you know, um, I won't say I don't know if I should use the word disturbing, but it it just wasn't um, like you say. Maybe they should have had her in the other room and everybody walk out looking sad and you know it's unfortunate yeah it just felt too cold because they couldn't touch each other right right yeah it was that was strange that was strange (laughs) okay that's the perfect word it was strange yeah perfect word but um yeah so i agree okay so at least i'm not alone in that because i was like oh i don't know i mean it was (laughs) definitely sad but i'm like yeah Yeah, it was still, you know, they got, they could have still gotten through with the, the sadness of the situation without us actually seeing her, like, in the chair dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And then she walk out, the, I, I guess her spirit walks out to the front door, and John Abbott is speaking to her, and yeah, yeah, was, yeah gotcha. Because even, you know, who else, they did something similar like that, but it wasn't as bad. And that's probably because she had somebody with her. And that was Susan Flannery, who played Stephanie Forrester when she was dying. And she had Brooke, and she was laying in her arms, and she just closed her eyes. Remember? 
Yeah. So it, I mean, it wasn't as cold. Which I hated. Yeah, but I yeah, it wasn't because she get holding. But I, yeah. Yeah, I I hated that because it was just Brooke, and it's like these two women have spent this entire show at odds with each other, and this is how you're gonna have Stephanie Forrester pass away with just Brooke her. Her, the yeah, most not her son one. or anybody, right? Yeah, or Eric. This or was, kids. She had, she had hated this woman forever, and you're gonna have her pass away in her arms? Seriously? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't and like she that. Gave her, didn't she give her some jewelry or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, when you got Felicia and your other daughters and your sons and and Taylor, Taylor, who, you who know, she was best friends with. <laughs> yeah, that was unusual. But I guess I don't know if they're trying to say that you know we want to circle back and maybe bring amends and closure to their relationship. I don't know, but it like you said, it just yeah, it was unusual. Yeah, it was lame. So okay, so did we touch everything on that on that storyline? I mean, with those, yeah. Stories? Okay, cool. Yeah, I believe so. All righty, let's go. You want to hit Sharon? Uh, yeah, we can do that one. Okay, so this whole thing. First of all, Adam shows up trying to he for okay, let's backtrack a little bit more. He's pissed. Him and Chelsea is not happy. He tells yeah. basically Chelsea, you know what, I'm done. You trying to get me to leave town. I don't wanna leave town, you know, and then he goes off running to Sharon and he professes his love to Sharon. I'm like, yeah. what's just that fast? <laughs> right. Yeah, because he's got this sense that Chelsea doesn't believe in him anymore. That girl been riding and dying for you. Right. But here, so here is what I, here's what I don't like about Chelsea's part in this okay. is she is all of a sudden concerned about Adam spinning out mm-hmm. of control. Mm-hmm. But she was the one who was egging him on when um in the in the beginning when he first started his little plan of uh how to get back at at Victor. At Victor. Mm-hmm. She was the one egging him on with this talking about we can do this together and we're such a good team and we're going to take the Newmans down blah 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 like Chelsea was helping him with this and now she I, I can understand why Adam is frustrated with her mm-hmm. because now she's singing a totally different tune and wants to wants him to just drop everything wants him to move away with her and she she just did like a complete 180 on the whole situation Mm -hmm. yeah and i i understand because she's concerned like i get it and i wish that adam i also wish that adam would just chill out drop it and and let go of the whole revenge (laughs) thing exactly um, so I, I understand why she is upset right now mm-hmm. because because he started like keeping her out of his plans and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just funny to me because it's like you were egg- you were totally egging him on from the start and now you're totally changing your mind. And but what Adam did was ridiculous. Like you got into one fight with Chelsea. Well, I guess it's been like a couple of little fights with Chelsea, and suddenly you're in love with Sharon again and you want her to run away with you. And and then it made me think, so let's say you do get back with Sharon. Are you going to suddenly drop this revenge thing? Because you know Sharon isn't going to stand for that. 
she's not gonna she's not gonna stand by you while you try to get revenge on Victor and Victoria and Nick because she has a good relationship with him mm-hmm. and she's not gonna want to be in the middle of that so mm-hmm. you you're not willing to drop it for Chelsea but are you does this mean that you'd be willing to drop this for Sharon if Sharon got back with you so I don't know Adam's not making a lot of sense right now yeah, I, I, you know, and you, as you probably know from the many months that we've been doing this show, I have always been an Adam fan, you know, mm-hmm. throughout the years, even when there was different actors. Mm-hmm. Lately, I'm not feeling this version of Adam, this what we what I've been seeing in the past week or so, because at least the old Adams, and even when Mark Grossman was doing it last fall, when he was getting whatever revenge, he had a plan. Mm-hmm. What he's doing right now is just, he's just going rogue. He's just doing stuff, and it blows yeah. up in his face. And it's like, yeah. dude, if you can't handle it, stop doing it. Yeah. I mean, it's different if you got a solid plan to do whatever with Billy, to do whatever with Victoria, dealing with your father, all of that stuff. But you don't even have a plan and you just just out there, just doing whatever. And it's like, dude, I'm like, who is writing for him? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it don't make sense. That's not Adam. Adam always have plans. He, he think two, three steps ahead. And lately, he's just been doing stuff that just don't work. Yeah, it's like he's lost. He's lost, exactly. Perfect. You couldn't have said it more perfect. He he act like he's lost. Yes. So um, then after Adam professes his love to Sharon, of course, she turns him down adamantly. But then he she goes to the house and tells Ray to marry her. Yeah, which is a clear result of Adam telling her how um, he feels about her. Girl. That's the only reason why she asked Ray to do that. Because she's afraid of her feelings for Adam. And she probably feels like if they get married, that maybe it'll, um, uh, maybe Adam will leave her alone. Mm-hmm. But it's like, mm, there's there's obvious, you obviously have feelings for him or you wouldn't have ran home to Ray and uh, basically asked Ray to marry you. You know, and I mean, she definitely finessed that story to Ray, too, because Ray is like, why are you doing this? I mean, his pop tingly senses turned on, like, why are you asking me to do this right now? And she made it, oh, you know, what I've learned this year is because I'm going through the cancer, the time I have left, I mean, and of course, that's definitely plausible, okay? But her reasoning for it was not exactly pure. Yep. You know, I mean, she's trying to use Ray as a shield for her emotions. And it's like, I don't care if you marry somebody you and you still got feelings for somebody else, being married to that other person ain't going to stop you. Right. So, I, you know, it, that was just, yeah, I said, girl, please. And, and Ray was like, oh, yeah, I'll marry you. And then Faith is like, what is wrong with these people? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I feel sorry for Faith because Faith is looking at Summer running around town. She she's looking at um, everything that's going on with her parents and Adam and her her auntie Victoria. She's like, how did I get to be born in this family? <laughs> <laughs> right. 
but um, while we're on that stuff, oh, did you have any more on the whole thing with Adam and 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 Sharon? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Okay, okay. So, what do you think about what's going on with Faith? Because she's acting really weird. Who is she texting? I don't know. That's what I'm. I was thinking that maybe it was just more of her being bullied by her friends, but I don't. She is acting strange. She's like acting the, strange. Yeah, like when she when she left the park with Summer and mm-hmm. then she came back. Yeah, who's she meeting she, up with? Didn't she say that? Did she say she was going home that first time she left Summer? Okay, or did she just so, say that's right. Right when they were in the park. So remember, Summer. Um, well, Faith was smiling a little bit at her phone, and Summer was like, is, who are you talking to? And Is that why you got a smile on your face? And she was like, no, it's not a boy. And then, of course, I'm thinking like, okay, maybe she's talking to a girl. I don't know. And yeah. the thing is, we don't know, but whoever this person that she's meeting, we're probably going to find out next week. Okay. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious too. I want to know who are you texting? Who are you running away to? I mean, granted, she's going through a lot. I mean, even before this situation, all those younger kids, even with Maddie and Charlie, and you know, of course, Delia's not here anymore. But those kids, could you imagine looking at their parents live and like, oh my gosh, what is wrong <laughs> with y'all? Right, but. You know, and at one point you would have thought that like people like Summer and Abby, who were also younger back in the day before they aged them out, look at their parents. And now they're just like everybody else now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, yeah. So we got to figure out. We'll probably see this, you know, this coming week. What's up with Faith? So I haven't seen Chelsea the rest of the week. So is she like moved out or something? I don't think so. I just think they did. They just hadn't shown her. Okay. Out the house. Okay. All right. Can we talk about her and her uh, sudden interest in Johnny? Yes, we can. Go ahead and lead it off. She was clearly um, so when she asked, she asked to spend time with him. And of course, Billy is, is telling her like you haven't you haven't spoken to Johnny ever, mm-hmm. like since he's been born. Like why? this doesn't make any sense. Why would we suddenly let him spend time with someone that is a total stranger to him? Mm-hmm. And she, it's like Chelsea wasn't listening. It, it's like Billy is saying this stuff to her and Chelsea is like, well, maybe just for a weekend. You want to spend an entire weekend with a child who doesn't know you? It doesn't. And then she, and then she's like, well, have you told him that I'm his mom yet? Ooh. Well, don't you think you should tell him that? And it's like, Chelsea... This no, you gave up your rights. Johnny was adopted. Um, if they don't want to tell Johnny that you're his mother, they don't have to do that. So uh, it's just, and she, it was just like he was saying this stuff to her, and, and it's like, well, we'll we'll just talk about this another time. And it's like, no, Chelsea, we're not. He's he's told you that you are not going to spend time with him. There's nothing else to say. So. So it was like talking to, it was like he was talking to a brick wall with her because in her mind, she's like, well, we don't have to talk about this right now. We can talk about it later. And Billy is like, no, this isn't happening. 
You know what? The, the crazy thing about that is what led up to that storyline because all this has started with the fact that Connor is at boarding school. She yeah. went and hung out with Chloe, start sniffing around her baby and missing her own son. Yeah. And then she gets up there to try to tell Billy, I need to, I want to see Johnny. Let me spend time with her. And he's like, where's this coming from? Well, I'm missing my son. And I was just hanging out over at Chloe's and she got her little boy and I want to have a kid to hold on to. And, you know, Billy is basically looking like, okay, but it ain't going to be this one. Right. Like you lost your mind, woman. <laughs> I mean, that whole, that's why when they did that, I'm like, writers, are you kidding me? Now, I said this is a replica of the whole Christian thing. I mean, seriously, yeah. he, can, you know, when Adam came back and started up a ruckus with Nick and he was like, I want my son and my son should get to know me. And Christian was freaking out. You know, I don't know this man. This is uncle, not daddy. Right. You know, which I, I, I don't know. These, these whole storylines, it's the same thing with Douglas. I mean, at least Douglas knows who his real mom is, but these kids that's being recycled into other families, you know, and adoption is an awesome thing, but the way that the writing and the scripting of it is, it's like eventually these kids are, are, are going to want to know, you know, are you my mom? She says she's my mom. I'm beginning to look like this lady that lives over there with my with my uncle. Who is this woman? <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, I mean, some conversations obviously has have to be had because, I mean, a situation went like that in my family and it blew up, mm -hmm. you know. So, um, it's just, I don't know. I, I don't think that Chelsea should see him right now. Definitely I mean, not. He he should definitely not. That's a conversation probably after the age of eighteen. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, not, not at what is he ten or something nine? He's something like that. I mean, unless that child is beginning to wonder, because you know you'll have kids that's like eleven, twelve, and they yeah. start to see things and notice things, and you know they start asking, you know, hey, you say I was adopted you know, who is my real biological, then you got to be honest. Right. You know, but right now, just laying that on him, like, hey, guess what, Johnny? I'm actually your mom, not Victoria. No. Mm -mm. Yeah, it, especially with the way that she's going about it. Yeah, she's on. She's not in her right mind to do any of that. And her saying what she said, like, um, it's, it's talking about well, he should know that I'm his mom, I'm his biological mother. You definitely ain't spending time with him now because who who's to say that if I do let you see Johnny, that you you're not going to say anything to him? And especially the mindset that Victoria is in right now. Do you actually think Victoria is going to let you anywhere near that kid? She's yeah. going after Adam right now, and you going to try to come see her son? Yeah, right. okay. <laughs> yeah, so Chelsea. Chelsea was clearly uh yeah, not I don't even know why the writers <laughs> even decided to just pull that out of nowhere. And and I wonder, are they gonna turn this into her trying to take back custody of her kid? Because how how could how could she leave how could she do that? See she has no leg to stand on if you signed away your rights. Exactly. And it's different, okay, because even with the whole Christian and Adam thing. There was a lead up to that because of the mm -hmm. fact that actually Nick and and um, Adam had conversations when Justin Hartley was on the show. 
about sage and what to do and that whole thing. Remind we me haven't of... we haven't addressed the whole Johnny thing years ago and we never revisited that. Yeah. Yep. You know, I mean it was a fleeting moment because, you know, of course Billy was down in Miramar meeting mm-hmm. Chelsea. He got her pregnant. Chelsea comes to town saying, I got a kid, I'm pregnant by you. And then he took custody and then of course Victoria took custody and then that was it. We didn't hear nothing else about it. Yeah. Now what was your question? I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Um remind me of Christ Christian situation. Is that that was Sage and Adams? Correct. Yep, and Sage have wrote a note and um told and let Adam know. Um he okay. Sage wrote a note before she got caught up in the accident to mm-hmm. let Adam know that he was the father. And he tried to burn it in the fireplace. Or he did burn it in the fireplace, I think. Nick did? No, Adam did. Adam? Mm-hmm, at, the, at the house that they live in right now. And So why did... Go ahead. Why did he... Why was he... Why was he so adamant about um, Connor knowing that he was his dad and not Christian. Christian. Because the thing is, Sage had kept it a secret, and for a while, Nick thought it was his biological child. And then when it finally came out, because she wrote several letters, and then at the same time, I think Sharon, because Sharon was the one that ran her off the road. And if and guys, if you can remember this, um, but as far as I remember, she was about to go either tell Nick the truth, meaning Sage, and Sharon mm-hmm. was trying to stop her because I think Sharon was trying to get back with Nick or something. It's oh yeah, you know I do remember so, that yeah. And so with Sharon trying to chase her down, Sage ran off the road, and of course she was in an accident. And then you know Sharon tried to save her, and then you know she was like, "Yeah, I know," and all this kind of stuff because I think Sharon knew before sage told anybody and then when sharon you know it's a oh god that goes back what maybe 2017 i think i feel like it's been longer than that you would think but it it was when justin it was justin hartley was the the main character because he was what was his name um because constance bingham was the actual place where they found him. He was burned. Sage took care of him to get him back to health and bring him back to General City. Remember? Yeah, but I feel like it's because he's been on This Is Us for they, they're going on like their fourth season. Who? Um, Justin Hartley. So he left he left Young and the Restless before they brought the ad that um I feel like he left the young and the restless. He was off of that show for at least, I thought, like a, a at least a couple of years um, before This Is Us came out. Okay, you know what? Let's. I'm gonna check it for you right now because I have my. Because I know that probably some folks out there listening like, no, I know, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I, just, I remember there being like some kind of drama between. There was something that that Sharon was lying to Nick about. And I remember there being some kind of drama between her and Sage. Because um, didn't her, didn't Sage and Adam, Sage and Adam slept together at a time when 
her and Nick were broken up or something. Mm-hmm. She didn't cheat on him, right? Okay, so yeah, he left in 2016. So when you say okay. four years, that this is 20. So that would have been four years ago if you said he's in his fourth season on the other show, right? Yeah, they're going into like season four or five. Right, or so yeah, he left around the fall of 2016. Okay. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. Oh, I, I, I'm done. I was just trying to recall that whole what situation with the, the paternity of those two boys and okay. um, what Sharon was lying about. Yeah, I mean, that whole thing, hold on, let me see if I can find that one with um, Sage, it just Adam and Sky. Me, Go ahead, I'm It sorry. just made me wonder why um, he's, why he's okay with um, why he was okay with Nick raising Chris, Christian and not Connor. Like, why are you abandoning one child? Yeah, um, Okay, so, yeah, because he was posing as Gabriel Bingham, mm-hmm. remember? Yeah. And he was burned because that was when the old Michael Muni left when Billy ran him off the road. He was supposed to be burned at that point. And then when he came back as Justin Hartley, well, Justin Hartley came back as the new Adam, then that's when he was uh, Gabriel Bingham and all of that. Yeah. Say it again? Yeah. Had his little facelift. Yeah, he had a new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had a new facelift. You are so funny. <laughs> um, yeah. So the thing is, is that um, when Sage got ready to deliver, mm-hmm. that's when it came out because Adam thought he was actually his nephew, and then Sage told him, "No, you're his father." So they had actually slept together. It's Girl, they didn't have four Adams, I think. <laughs> Has it been four? Yes. You had, um, and I know we kind of digressing here a little bit. We'll get back on track, you guys. But, I mean, of course, you got um, you got Michael Muni. You got the guy before him. He The first original Adam, which was, uh, I forgot that guy's name. But he wasn't on there long. He left because he was having some disagreements with the storylines. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the he, one I don't. I don't remember that Adam. Yeah, he was the first one. He wasn't on there long, but because they, you know, Young and the Restless wanted to try out a storyline in you know dealing with the LGBT community using that particular Adam, there was some issues according to what was out there. Don't quote me on that, but according to what was out there, there was some issues with the storyline. So then they brought Michael Muni in. And then, of course, that pushed him toward Chelsea and Sharon. And then the whole issue with Ashley and the baby, which is now Mm -hmm. Faith. And then, of course, that's number two. Number three was Justin Hartley as Gabriel Gabriel Bingham. And then, of course, we have Mark Grossman as this guy who came back as Spider, who is now the actual, you know, Adam Newman girl. (laughs) <laughs> that man <laughs> is like nine lives okay this man yeah is, yeah so anywho hopefully this adam will stick around for a while yeah but anywho um okay so I think we were, we we were talking about, about chelsea, chelsea. Mm-hmm. 
and the custody of the whole custody thing. Yeah, so I don't, I don't even know why they even, why are we even going down that road? That I mean, they can do it. You know, hey, if they can make it interesting but have a smooth transition, fine. But to come out of nowhere with, oh yeah, oh. did you tell him that he's my son? No. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they're going, if they're turning Chelsea. Um, into like a mentally unstable person because remember when she, when she was talking to Billy and Billy said something to her and told her to stop being crazy mm-hmm. and she's like don't call me crazy like she was super offended that he said that to her mm-hmm. uh, and, and she was acting um, when she was talking to Billy about seeing Johnny she was acting a little irrational and just like yeah, that was weird. So I wonder if they're like going down some kind of a mental health break or like a mental breakdown with her or something. Yeah, that's good. that was kind of weird. I didn't get that one too much. Yeah, I don't know where they're going with that. It does look like they're trying to make her kind of, you know, having a mental breakdown or something, just like you said. So I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. All right. Are we done with them? Yeah. Okay. We also still got Devon. Oh wait, oh, go ahead. Um, they they show Adam, of course, after Ray asks uh, Nick to be his best man, and Adam overhears, so that's how he finds out that they're getting married. Yeah, and he got a so, newspaper clipping too. Yeah, and then he's got somebody following Ray. For and what? And I don't understand why. <laughs> Like, what are you looking for? Are you are you thinking you're going to catch Ray cheating on Sharon and then try to tell on him? Like, yeah, I didn't get that either. That's I, I'm like, why is he hiring somebody to follow Ray? Yeah, I could see if he hires somebody to follow Victoria or, you know, somebody related a Billy, but Ray, why? Because he finna marry Sharon, girl. I don't know where they're going with that. That is so crazy to me. Yeah, I'm confused. On I'm that confused one. on that one too. So, and then we got the the, the Vaughn and the whole thing with um, Hillary mm-hmm. and and Elena and Nate. Nate needs his butt whooped. Yes, I am. I don't. I'm starting. I'm to like, how not y'all like Nate right now? Nate into this vindictive, manipulative. He gonna sit up there. Do you see how he was talking to Devon? Yeah, about. Like, are you sure you don't have any feelings for her? Right. Are you sure about that? And I'm like, uh, you need to chill out. <laughs> and Devon is even Devon was even like, where's this coming from? Like looking at him, like, are you like I don't I don't get where you're coming from with this. But clearly he was saying that to him because he's looking for a reason um to to have Devon doubt his relationship with Elena because I think he wants to be with Elena. That's what I was saying. I'm like, man, you got a taste of the Kool-Aid and now you just yep. like, okay, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get this girl back, <laughs> even if I make him look crazy. Yeah. Girl, I was so mad. I'm like, no, y'all ain't going to change Nate into this type of character. Yeah, I'm disappointed. Ooh, I was not happy about that. Because he's the one that's been a level head, you know, trying to make mm-hmm. sure that everybody thinks clearly and do and then you sleep with Elena and you lost your mind yeah and then that's your cousin you trying to make him feel bad or or are you sure you're not over Elena I mean over Amanda because I'm telling you I don't know and then the way he was treating Amanda oh I hated that scene too 
I felt so bad wow. for Amanda. Yes. I didn't like that at all. He he did her dirty. Yes, he did. And then, you know, Amanda was like, okay, that's how you want to act? Hey, fine. You can stay over there. Yes. <laughs> and that's exactly what he deserved, too. That's he, what he, he should. deserved. And it was it was funny, though, when he was um, questioning Devon. Devon was like, uh, aren't you aren't you with Amanda? And he was saying how, you know, you're my cousin. I wouldn't do anything to, to hurt you. Right. Step on your toes <laughs> like, and stuff like that. And I know he felt real crazy then. Yep. Because he's like, oh, <laughs> snap. No, he didn't hit me with that. I just slept with his girlfriend. Exactly. And Elena, she's, she's not going to be able to hold water. I mean, she's falling yeah. apart. Yeah, well, I saw the, the previews for next week after Friday's episode, mm-hmm. so we see that it comes out. Yeah, and then the other thing is Amanda also this week had a uh, an idea because she was standing in the doorway looking through the glass. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Watching yeah. both of them. She she ain't stupid. She probably like, I know they didn't just... <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I, I I'm not feeling this storyline. Just like I'm not feeling what they're doing with Zoe. I'm like, why y'all doing this? Yeah, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, I'm just glad that they did that. They aren't dragging out um, the whole thing with Amanda mm-hmm. and uh, or um, Nate and Elena mm-hmm. sleeping with each other. I'm kind of glad that it's it's going to come out um, come now. Yeah, instead of two months down the road, and we have to, we have to listen to Elena for two months talk about how guilty she feels about what she's done to Devon and blah blah blah. Because mm-hmm. she was getting on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. So I, that was pretty much it with them this week. You know, I just didn't really like how you know, Nate was dealing with Devon on that and how he treated Hillary. I mean, that was just bad. Yeah, that was my biggest thing, too. Mm-hmm. He he kind of turned into a, a jerk overnight. Yeah, overnight. Like... Now, I could see that coming from the old Nate, because the old Nate had a totally different persona than when they bought the new Nate over. You know what I mean? I could yeah. see that coming from that you know, from that actor because they had him act a particular, you know. But when they brought Nate over the soft spoken, level headed, quiet, you know, and then this is what you do to him. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And then a couple more things before we move on to Bowen Beautiful. Sharon got good news that her surgery is successful. So yeah. this kind of kind of closes up hopefully close up toward this storyline because this storyline been going on since last December I think mm-hmm. so yeah and of course we had the pandemic break so it's possibly it might have would have ended sooner but this is where we are so she got mm-hmm. great news that her margins was clear and for all of those especially you know this is breast cancer awareness month so um, you know, make sure that, you know, you, you know, do whatever your part is, but to explain what margins clearing clearance is, is when they do the surgery, they take it, send it off to a pathologist and to make sure that they've gotten every bit of the tumor of the calcifications and mm-hmm. they test the 
area around where the surgery was taken and if that's the out those are the margins if there's nothing around that surface then they got it off and the only reason I know that because I went through that two years ago so I was I also got that same information and sharing it I actually kind of shared a tear and I actually have a a copy of my results posted on my vision board that I have. And I turn around and look right at it when she said, oh, my margins are clear. So it kind of reminded me of that same news that I got, you know, back in August of 2018. So I totally knew what that was. And so it kind of brought a tear to my eye because it brought back memories. So, um, yeah, so she got good news. She told Ray they disappeared. They haven't told the kids yet but they'll probably tell mm-hmm. them next week so yeah and then the other thing is is that adam wrote his father off oh yeah that was a a pretty intense scene there yeah he told his pops get lost i don't yeah. care what you gotta say you you screwed me up this is all your fault blah 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 and he, my answer to that is no adam I don't care. You have a choice. You don't have to go down this road. You just don't. And I mean, not saying that he, you know, doesn't have any emotional, psychological damage from that. But if he's able to have moments of being lucid enough to say, you know what, I'm going to take care of my son. I love my son. Guess what? You can do other things differently that you love. Okay. So what are your thoughts on that? Um, I can understand why he, I don't blame him for telling Victor that he's done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a clearly a toxic relationship. Yeah. I just hope when, so when he says, um, I've, I've lost everything. I don't have anything to lose. So I'm dangerous. I hope that they don't take him back down a, a, a dark road where he does something stupid that mm-hmm. hurts somebody or hurts himself or you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So and uh, I feel like this is, I feel like he is, I, I think Sharon is going to be the one that pulls him out of whatever dark place he's in. And that marriage, him and her and uh, Ray, that marriage is not going to happen. So some people said this in the group, and let me know what you think right quick on this too. Some people said that that wedding is going to happen, but he's going to interrupt the ceremony. <laughs> I don't even think they'll get to the ceremony. You wouldn't think they get to the altar, huh? Mm-mm. I think I think she's going to end up. Um, I think I hope she doesn't, but I feel like she's going to end up cheating on Ray. Mm-hmm. And you know, if she does that, then she's not going to be able to keep that from him. Mm-hmm. And you know how Ray is about coming out of that relationship with. Mia and how Mia treated him mm-hmm. and cheated on him twice. Yep, with his brother, mm-hmm. like that's going to that's going to break him. So mm-hmm. I don't think there would be any like second chance or anything like that. Well, he's already given her a second chance mm-hmm. over um, Adam. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling that that's not. I don't even think they're going to make it to the altar. My thing is knowing how badly this affects Faith with everything that has happened, all of the secrets. I mean, because that's one of the other things that Faith mentioned about hearing the stuff about not only Adam, but her grandfather. Mm -hmm. Why are you even considering? I know she has some toxic connection to Adam, because that's what the way they make it look. Mm -hmm. Um, That 
you would even consider getting back with this dude, especially knowing how it's going to affect your daughter. I don't. I mean, you know how it's going to affect Nick and Ray and Mariah, but Faith? Yeah. I don't know. It, that's going to be interesting to see how all this is going to unfold because obviously it looks like it's going to be a situation where Adam comes in between Ray and Sharon. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, that's what I'm, I don't know if it'll necessarily be them getting back together mm-hmm. or if it's going to be just one night or something ruining. Yeah. She mm-hmm. just ruins her relationship with Ray because she couldn't resist mm-hmm. him and ends up having like a, like you said, like a one night stand or something with him. Gotcha. Okay. We'll see. Okay. So. Did we cover everything? We already talked about the whole thing with Dina. Somebody yeah. was saying right quick that they're going to probably try to push Lauren together with Jack. What do you think about that? I don't see that happening. Me either. I don't know where they're getting that from. And I don't know if they're trying to say it got something to do with the necklace or whatever. But mm. yeah, I don't. I feel like that was probably only said because of that scene where. Lauren was talking about his love life. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I feel like that's the only reason why that that came up. Gotcha. What I think might happen though is they keep. The, there's been several times um, in the last few weeks where people have told Phyllis that her and Nick's relationship isn't going to last. Mm-hmm. Billy said it to her. Victoria said it. Um, Summer had Summer said it when she first found out that they were going to get that they were getting back together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have this feeling that they're going to end up breaking up, um, Phyllis and Nick, and I feel like that they're going to put her back with Jack. And I say that because there's been a couple of um, there's been a couple of scenes with her and Jack where not really they they weren't flirty or anything like that, but. So, like, when they found out that Kyle and Summer ran off to Chicago and they were getting married, Mm -hmm. um, and she said something to Nick about, if you were more supportive, this probably wouldn't have happened. And then she said something about, I know you have other things to take care of. I'll take care of this. And she called Jack. So, it was like she turned to Jack. And then there was, was like, another scene with her and Jack. And I, I, I forget what they talked about. But I feel like they're going to push them together and I don't want them to because I love Nick and Phyllis together Mm -hmm. but I feel like that's going to happen and then Adam this whole thing with Adam and Chelsea where it looks like they're on their way out I wonder if they're going to push Chelsea and Nick back together really just they're just all guesses and I I don't know like I haven't read any spoilers or anything like that it was just a feeling that I had just from some of the things that have happened on the show. None of this may not happen mm-hmm. at all, but I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see you know, how that's going to unfold because they're definitely like they're moving some pieces around. And they're going to find, they're, they got to find somebody to put Jack with because they keep talking about this necklace and how it's got something to do with love and mm-hmm all this kind of stuff so and I know and every time we I think we're gonna get ready to move on to the next show something else pop in my mind did you mm-hmm. see how Phyllis I mean not Phyllis Victoria lied to Phyllis saying that Nick oh, was yeah. going to help the Newman family out 
Victoria was extremely nasty in that scene. Girl. I did not like that. She called her a colossal loser. Yes, she did. <laughs> I mean, she was mean, nasty, and vindictive yes. to Phyllis. And then you turn around in the same breath because, I mean, and stupid of Phyllis to believe this girl. I know. Because Nick just told you, I'm not, I'm staying out of family business. And yeah. then this girl come up and tell you, uh, no, Nick just told me he's going to help us out. And you believe him. So then you decide you want to team up with Adam to get back at them. I know. Girl. <laughs> I hope that, that I hope that ends up going nowhere. Because I, I, so. I don't want her to go back down that road of um, again, revenge and Adam has, Adam screwed you over the last time you tried to to do something and get back at one of the Newmans. Like, why would you go back right. down that road again? Right. So, I don't know. Yeah, so... I hope, I hope that that not. doesn't happen. Oh, my goodness. I hope not. I mean, Victoria is like, yes, they really turning her into this nasty, vindictive girl. Yeah, I don't think I've ever disliked Victoria um, as much as as I've disliked her in the last like mm-hmm. year, so. yeah, it's bad. It's bad. So yeah. okay, did we cover everybody? <laughs> and then for Adam, yeah, I just had a couple more things. So when I was cracking up when Adam um, went to uh, the the bar that Phyllis is standing behind, and then when Phyllis walks down there and says whatever she says to him, something about him mm-hmm. looking like hell or something like that. And he says, "What do you What do you want, Phyllis?" And then tells her to go away. And it's like Adam, exactly. you walked into her hotel at the bar that she's standing behind. Like, why are you annoyed right now? <laughs> I'm like, it's the little things like that that the writers do that irk me. Like <laughs> that that it didn't. It, it was it sense. was crazy. And what else did you have? Um. So, uh, back mm-hmm. to the Nate mm-hmm. breaking up with Amanda thing. I I did not like the way <clears throat> he tried to blame it on her finding you out open she was that door. Sister. Exactly. Not only did you open the door, but exactly. that's not even why. Mm-hmm. Like, don't use that excuse. Don't don't try to mm-hmm. don't try to put it on her because that's basically what what he did. He put it on her, talking about I don't want to feel like I'm betraying Devon. Now that we know that you're Hillary's what? sister, like seriously, yeah, you gonna so put this on like, her? A girl, that was so crazy. I'm glad you brought that up because it's like, okay, you had zero issues with dating this girl, and then he went from not only that about Devon, then he was talking about. But remember, I also was at when she died, and you know, and all this, and I'm like, yeah, ooh, you reaching. <laughs> Yeah, you know damn well they don't have anything to do with any of that yeah I mean they really came out the pocket with Nate this week they sure did I'm so oh disappointed my gosh. In that I hate now. that they took them down that road yeah that was crazy so not only are you trying to gaslight uh, Devon you're going to try to gaslight Amanda too yeah okay yeah, that's exactly what that that's the good work for <laughs> gaslighting. That's exactly what he tried to do with both of them. Oh my God! Thanks for bringing that up, girl. I don't know. It was little bitty things in there that wasn't kind of like 
But yeah, I'm glad we was able to catch those because I know some people in the audience would be like, but what about this? Y'all didn't talk about this. Okay. So we want to make sure we cover all (laughs) bases on this show. So are we sure we got everything? Okay, cool. I I think I'm done now. (laughs) Okay, cool. So let's look at, we're going to move over to the bold and the beautiful. Also the week of, of October 12th through the 16th. We definitely had mm-hmm. only two storylines this week, but they were good ones. Somewhat. Okay. What yeah. is interesting is that a lot of people are having issues with the fact before we get into those two storylines that they kind of dropped off of what happened with Quinn and Eric. Because last week it ended with, you know, of course she's upset and we saw Eric daydreaming about their past, but there was no finality mm-hmm. to it. So I a lot of people was like, okay, what do you think happened with Quinn? Did he kick her out? Did she did, did, did. so we got a clean break from the whole Quinn and Shauna thing this week. Yeah. So let's let's hit the whole Zenday thing, Zenday and um Carter and Zoe thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling this storyline. <laughs> But it is what it is. (laughs) I don't like it because I don't like the way they are setting it up. Because they out the gate are making Zoe out to look like, like you said last week, Mm kind of like a gold digger. Somebody Mm -hmm. that's looking for status. Because you jumping from Carter, who very successful. He's an attorney. Mm -hmm. He's now the COO. Now you want to jump over to Zenday right. because he's a forester. Is mm-hmm. basically what it is. And I, I I didn't see this happening this way. I thought it was going to be that because they were working together that they just it just happened. Like they just grew close or whatever and they developed mm-hmm. feelings for each other. But she is like like we said last week she's I mean, just she's jumping right in. With, flirting uh, with this dude. Zenday. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and poor Carter is just Girl, oblivious to like, it. I'm like, <laughs> are you oblivious. kidding me? Because you smiling in this dude's face. So they bringing back this little conniving side of Zoe that she actually came to town with. Because for a minute they tried to clean up the character and trying to pull her out, give her a job. Yeah. She get caught up in the Thomas thing and all of this, you know. And a lot of people still are not liking the character because of how she tried to hide Hope's baby and keeping the secret and Thomas and all of that. So they mm-hmm. turn around and they give her a reprieve and then when Zenday comes to town, she's trying to play both of these dudes. Yeah. So I don't think that they're making making it that harsh to where she's just trying to play them I think because I think she did mm-hmm. I think she cares about Carter but I think she is just um she's it's like she's taken by Zenday like who he is uh, and I say that because when she's with Carter like mm-hmm. she clearly likes him but she doesn't but now her feelings are shifting about their relationship because she mm-hmm. wants to keep her options open in case 
she can get you know mm-hmm. get in with Zenday. And I don't think that she is using I don't know. I don't wanna I don't wanna say she's a gold digger. I don't wanna say that she's using either one of them because she if she was using Carter, then I think she would have taken that key and um mm-hmm. accepted his offer while still, you know, doing whatever she wanted to do with Zenday. I just I just don't like the I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I don't I don't think that she's a gold digger. I don't think she's using them. I don't mm-hmm. think she's trying to play either one of them. I just think that she is I think she likes the status that Zenday has being a forester. And I think that's what she I think she cares about status. Like she wants it's like she wants her maybe her stock in that company to be raised mm-hmm. and she can do that with Zenday, which I guess sounds like she would be using them, but I don't know how to Yeah, I that. um I mean she claims to be attracted to him. I mean, because the way she look at him and but her flirtation is heavy. He's not even coming after her. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's basically just being in that space with her and she's coming on real thick with him and uh, I don't know I, Zenday, I think Zenday is kind of giving a little yeah but his to... is a way more subtle whereas you can tell through some of the conversation that Zoe is putting out there to him it's like okay yeah you definitely trying to hit on this dude you know, when you are actively yeah. involved with Carter and it's, like I said, I'm not liking this story anymore, but I mean, I would have preferred if that's what you were going to do. I mean, because listen, this is a soap opera. Soap opera is all about triangles and things like that. However, I just think mm-hmm. they could have did it a little bit more organically and slowly. Like you say, they work yeah. and she happened to be modeling. And there's these little simple touches or he see how great she look in one of her dresses and he can't take his eyes off her. But they're moving with this real quick. So. Yeah. But yeah, with the whole thing with Carter and the key, I'm like, dude, y'all just start talking. And you finna get this girl a key. It made that him yeah, look it's only been a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's only been a couple. You, you know what it, it, he looks like the like the older guy that's trying to lock down this young girl and this young girl is not going for it because she's still young and wants to live her life and doesn't want to be locked down yet. That's what Carter looks like. You right know now. what? And my thing is, you know, I just, I'm wondering where they're going to go with that. Is she going to be burning both ends of the candle or is she going to be like, you know what, Carter, we need to talk. So it'll be interesting to see which direction they're going to go with them but mm-hmm. I mean they had a they, well I'm not going to say it was a small small part of it but you know that was uh, you know a pretty decent part of the storyline this week then there's this speaking of Zenday there's this contention between Zenday and Thomas because they both yeah. want to do designs for hope for the future what do you think about that yeah I don't like that Thomas yeah. is begging her for a job. Like Thomas, this is your family's company. Your your dad is the co CEO with your sister. If you want to go back to work, 
Mm-hmm. Go talk to them. Right. Why are you begging hope? Because what it looks like is that you just want to work with mm-hmm. hope because it's hope, not necessarily because you just are so in love with that. Don't um, you know what? With you that are line. so right, though. Like, you, and the reason why yeah. I say that right quick like, girl, is because, like you said, with hope for the future, there's so many other lines. Remember, they lost Sally Spectra. Who's doing the designs for what she was doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Right. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just I just thought of that, and I'm like, wait a minute. Let no, me let fine. her know this, too. <laughs> but go ahead, girl. Yeah, I, I, it's just, I just, mm-hmm. I don't like watching him beg hope for another chance. Like, there's plenty of other opportunities within that company, other lines that you can work on. Mm-hmm. Start your own line. Go back to, they had a men's line at one point mm-hmm. that Thomas was doing when it was um the the, mm-hmm. the Thomas before him. Um, when he was on the show, he was doing a men's line. That's true. Too. Go back to doing that. Yeah. Like you just you look desperate and you look like it's just you wanting to be mm-hmm. around hope. Like no matter what line it was, it, she would have been working on. It's just you wanting to work with her. So I hate. I don't like that. I don't like that they have him begging her Did for you a job. What right Zoe now. said to Thomas when he came into the office earlier this week. And she was like, "We're in the middle of something. What do you What do you want? What are you doing here?" And I'm like, "Zoe, he's a forester. What do you oh, mean? Yeah. What is he doing? <laughs> you got some nerve. <laughs> you lucky to even still be there, man." She said that. I said, "Oh, I'm gonna remember to tell, I'm gonna remember to tell Keisha about that. And see what she thought about that." Girl, that was so crazy when she said yeah. that to him when Thomas first walked up in that office talking about his designs. He, she was like, we're in a meeting. What are you doing here? And I'm like, uh, Zoe, you do realize that this is Forrester creation, and that's Thomas Forrester. Exactly. Yeah, she uh, she needs to button it up a little bit. <laughs> You're getting a little too comfortable for your britches. <laughs> Thomas can have you fired Girl, tomorrow. That, is, that was to. so crazy. I was like, I turn around, I'm like, what? Who she thinks she's talking to? Mm-hmm. And the other mm-hmm. the other thing that I didn't like though that Thomas did was um, when he was talking to Hope by himself and he was saying how Zenday is still um, a new mm-hmm. a newer designer he's got Thomas has the experience blah 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 and he says he says something like I have the experience and I have the pedigree as if Zenday doesn't count because Zenday is adopted I missed that that's right that pedigree term. Oh, that was yeah. Not I didn't good. like that. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, Zenday's not blood, but that doesn't. I, I mean, what did they? They adopted him when he mm-hmm. was like a young child. What, like six, mm-hmm. seven, or something like that. Um, he's still family. Yeah, just because he's you know adopted, what I mean? don't like, mean that. I mean, come on. Yeah, just like your own that dad. Is true. Your own dad is adopted. They, Eric hasn't. You know done anything to make Eric feel like he's or not Eric, um, Rich feel like he's less than mm-hmm. because he's not blood yeah that's so true, I, I didn't mean, like that yeah I missed the pedigree comment but yeah that's crazy yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy so yeah but outside of that I feel like Zenday's Zinday little attitude towards Thomas is a little annoying like you came back you knew you knew Zoe you knew what Zoe's role in the whole thing was she was the one that 
kept this shit, mm-hmm. this stuff going. Thomas came in on the back end of it, and yes, he did some horrible things. He helped Zoe with the lie. He continued to be awful even after mm-hmm. you know the truth came out um, about Beth. But it's like he came back and was immediately okay with Zoe, but keeps giving the side eye to Thomas and has his little smart comments to say um, about Thomas. So I don't know. They both got on my nerves yeah. this week, honestly. Thomas and, and, and Zendaya. Yeah, that was kind of crazy because um, I, there's a quite a few of the fans in the group that is not feeling the Zenday character. Here's the other thing. A lot of people was getting him mixed up with Xander too. I don't, why do people, I don't understand what's See, the confusion. Mm-hmm, I got an idea what it is, but I won't go there. <laughs> I mean, other than but the, the other name than the obvious, is so yeah. close. Zenday Xander. And so some people was like, how is Xander, how, wasn't Zenday Zoe's boyfriend? How is he a forester? And so I'm, and people was like, wait a minute, it's two different people. It's not the same, but the names yeah. are so close. But of course, there are other things. Yeah, well, yes. but you know, I'm not gonna <laughs> go there. I had to post a picture on one of those, um, on one of those uh, comp- posts about mm-hmm. Zenday, and because uh, somebody said something about, I think they showed the, the they had a picture of the new Zenday, and they said something about him being in the opening mm-hmm. credits or something like that, or. Something about him coming back to town, and um, somebody commented and said, "You mean Xander?" Or, or, and but they were saying it kind of like in a sarcastic, a smart, mm-hmm. elicky kind of way. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "No, this is this is the new Zenday. This is what the old Zenday looked like." So I posted a picture mm-hmm. of the old Zenday, which I can't think of that actor's name right now. It's like Rome something, Rome Flynn or something like that. Him back. Ooh, handsome guy. Me too. I loved him. But that dude is fine. He is, he he definitely is. He's oh a gorgeous goodness. man, and I loved yes. him. As why didn't they like? Hey, you know, why don't you come back? I don't know. Maybe he's occupied, or he got some. Oh, yeah, he probably has other things. projects or something <laughs> going on. But yeah, he was on the last couple of seasons of oh, How really? to Get Away with Murder. Yeah, that dude is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. He is. And I know that, listen, I'm 49, but hey, I still, yeah, I still got eyes. Still got eyes. All right, so um, are we done with the whole time? Oh, well, I guess that we can tie this into the whole, you okay? Yeah, I guess we can tie him, this piece of Thomas, into the whole thing with Liam, Finn, Hope, and Steffi. Oh, geez. Okay, so before we dig deep into that part, do you think that Thomas watching how Liam is responding to that situation, is he biding his time thinking that Liam is going to implode him and Hope's relationship and that Hope is going to be available soon? You think uh, that Thomas is possibly maybe waiting for that? I hope not, but I'm sure he probably is. I I wish I I hope that they don't go back down this road. And if it happens, I hope it happens because it's right. what hope initiated. I doesn't I don't want it to happen because it's something that um Thomas is in Hope's ear um telling her how 
Liam is spending too much time with Steffi or Liam is doing this, Liam is doing that, which Thomas was actually agreeing with some of the but things that Liam that was, was saying. Is definitely too. passive. And I don't, yeah, that's what I was wondering too, if he was doing it at, in a way to, to be like, well, this is why he, he has a right, which I mean, the stuff that he was saying is true. Liam does have a right, excuse me, to be concerned about whatever man Steffi decides to bring around Kelly. But of course, we all know Liam is doing too yeah, much. Yeah, we're gonna get to that, girl. <laughs> and it's yeah. So yeah, I um, I hope that they don't turn it into another Thomas manipulating Hope situation because I they've done it what two so, times in a row now. So with him, I'm Hope. thinking that the reason that he's being so because if if just say if um. Thomas agreed with everything Hope was saying about Liam, it would be too obvious. So if Thomas is like, no, you know, I think Liam is doing this, that, and the other, and he's he's concerned about, you know, who's in, you know, and not being overly excited about the fact that Liam is mm-hmm. asking Google over what's going on with Finn and Steffi. He's, I, I, I mm-hmm. Thomas is very calculating. So I wouldn't be a bit surprised he's playing this role just to be like, you know what? I'm going to let this sit back and unfold. I'm going to act like I'm going to just be oblivious to nothing and she'll just come racing over here. Now, did you notice yesterday that he bumped his head on that desk? They they want us to see that for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that that wasn't them making turning Thomas back into a little either. That was it was yeah, weird. Why show it was us definitely that? Weird. Why show us the bump on the head? Yeah, yeah. So I, I wonder what that's gonna yeah. result uh, in. Mm, And it, but it was a small bump, so it it wasn't like he fell down and and Mm -hmm. busted his head on the ground. He did something that people do every day, which was bump bump his head on a desk. So I don't know. I wonder. I I just I don't know what that. Yeah, this gotta be something. That that they actually had the camera Mm -hmm. on the floor when he dropped his stuff, raised up, bumped his head. Zoe Mm comes walking. Are you okay? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And then he walks off. yeah, so obviously they're going to go somewhere with that, but I guess it remains to be seen. Yeah. So. All right, so you ready to dive deep into this whole thing with Liam? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> First of all, why uh, is he blaming Finn for these pills? That's what I want to know. Like, clearly... Even Steffi told him he had mm-hmm. no idea I had the pills. He had no idea I got those pills. I that wasn't his fault. He even like even before all of this happened, they they showed Finn telling Steffi, "I'm not giving you any more prescriptions" because he was concerned about her um, forming an addiction. Like mm-hmm. he he said that. So. For Liam is just looking for an excuse, and this is what I hate. This is what I can't stand about the writers when it comes to Liam and Steffi's relationship. 
there's they always put and I think I've said this before there's always some type of gray area that they put in there to justify why Liam is doing what he's doing and that's what they've done with this because um, Finn is her doctor and yes that this probably wasn't the best idea for them to get into a relationship Mm -hmm. with him treating her Um, so Liam kind of he has a point with that Um, and then with her being in treatment I don't know anybody that has I I know one person that has been mm-hmm. in rehab for alcohol and I remember one of the things them saying is that um, jumping it like being in, involved in a new relationship like when you're fresh out of rehab is not a good idea like you should, should take some time to like refocus your life and um, get back on your feet whatever so he also has a point where when he says um, them jumping into a relationship while she's like fresh out of rehab isn't a good idea. So the writers do these little things where they make Liam right, but he's also in a sense he's he's wrong because this is Steffi's life and he has no business um inserting his opinions on who she can and can't see as long as it's somebody mm-hmm. that's not hurting Kelly or that you know that's not toxic to Steffi that would trickle down to Kelly so that's what that's what always bothers me about the writers is this isn't the first time that they've done some little gray but area but you know why they do it though um, right to make Lynn look like a good because guy. they're gonna just like What's right that? now with the fans and the group it's split down the middle you have a ton of fans who agree with the fact that, you know what, Liam kick rocks. This is her life. You need to just be worried about your kid and go home to hope. But then you also have yeah. the other half of the group of fans like, yeah, you know, you shouldn't, like you just said, you shouldn't get involved when somebody's on a vulnerable point. You were on her, on, on their watch. So they create those variances in a storyline because they know that it's going to bring debate amongst the fans. That's the problem with it, you know, because yeah. and I agree with you because it looks like, okay, why are you doing this? But at the same time, you're creating this reasonable doubt that faces the other side of the coin. Mm-hmm. It's like they have to find a way to make, they, they don't want to make Liam look like the jerk or they don't want to completely make him look like he's jealous that Steffi is moving on and they're mm-hmm. making it about Kelly because he's Kelly's father. So it's like they don't want to do things to make it seem like mm-hmm. Liam is wrong um, because it's like he's the golden boy, kind of like with Hope. The golden like couple. The golden mm-hmm. children, yeah, of the show. And they can never be in the wrong about anything. Um, and this is their way of doing that because technically Liam isn't wrong with what he's saying, but he's wrong in his actions and going to Steffi's house and telling Steffi I don't want you seeing Finn because I don't like him and there's something there's something about him that you know gets under my skin or he was wrong for going to to Finn's office before when he was talk wanted to talk about Steffi's health health <clears throat> he's wrong in so many other ways but he's not wrong about the main point of it probably wasn't the best idea for her and Finn to be involved with each other while she's in the middle of getting treated. Yeah. So it 
that just it annoys yeah, me. Yeah, and I mean it's so <laughs> unfortunate because a lot of us Steffi fans, because I mean both girls have their issues. Okay, you know I'm more of a Steffi fan, mm-hmm. but I will say Steffi has done some things. Hope has done some things. So yeah, you know because I've had people call me Hope hater, Brooke hater, whatever. They everybody on that show has <laughs> done things, all of them. Right, but what I do see is an imbalance when it comes to the dynamic that they create around the the families in this storyline. Let this right now. I mean, granted, um, Ridge is back with Brooke out of that whole fiasco with Shauna. Mm-hmm. Let Steffi have some peace and kind of like. What um, Hope has said, she said it has been a long time that she has been able to actually date anybody since she's been divorced from Liam. She ain't been with nobody. She's just been raising her kid. You know, and so for them to, because this is something that we've been waiting on. I think me and you were talking about this back in the spring. Like, man, I can't wait till we find out who they bringing on for Steffi as as her new boyfriend. Now we got him, yeah. and then they make also making him look suspicious to some people. Like there's something sneaky about because him. Because me, yeah. I'm holding out. I'm not going to jump on that gravy train like, oh my God, my fear is talking to me. It's some up with him. I want to actually let this play out. But at the same time, mm-hmm. give this girl some happiness. The world shouldn't have to revolve around Liam all the time. Right. You know? That, that was the other thing is that um so like when Liam says I don't trust you or there's something about mm-hmm. you I don't trust I'm sitting here thinking to myself like I hope that they don't have this turn out to be where Finn is like secretly has been stalking Steffi or, or something like that or, or something. Right. Yeah. or he turns out to be like an abuser and then we put her through another like terrible story not terrible like sad storyline and it's like, why why can't this just be Steffi has met someone, Liam is jealous, right. Liam has to find figure out a way to get over it, and Steffi is moving right. why on with can't her he life. Just be a like good why guy? can't it just be that? Yeah. You know, and it's it's creating doubt in some of the fans because I hey, I've seen I don't know about Finn, I don't trust him yet, it's just something about him. I don't know. He looks yeah. sneaky. And I'm like, oh my God, why? Because that one scene where he just come back into the house because he left his phone, mm-hmm. that looked really bad. Because he walked back in yeah. and said, stop doing that. And they looking at him like, whoa. You know, and so I'm like, oh no. It also made him look bad when he had Kelly. Yeah, without telling him. Right, Liam. without telling Liam. Which Amelia... And her stupid butt. Why are you taking orders from a man that you don't know? Yeah, that <laughs> you don't know him like that. What, and see, and that's why I, I totally agree with you on is let this dude come on correct. Yeah, don't start dropping these little nuggets of oh yeah that was shady because honestly, I would be looking sideways if somebody did that with my kids. I mean, seriously, most folks would. I would too. Yeah, and that and it, that also bothered me that they didn't have Steffi address that. Yeah. After she found out that Finn was the one that had Kelly brought to the house, like I'd have been like, um, 
that's not your place. You should have you should have coordinated that with Liam. That's Kelly's father. And I also would have got on Amelia for listening to Finn, who is barely Steffi's boyfriend, if they even have right. a label yet. Um bring to tell her to bring Kelly to the house. Like that he was he was totally out of line for that. And that's the kind of stuff that the writers are doing with mm-hmm. his character that like you said are it's putting doubt in some of the, the viewers' minds about him. Yeah, it's the sprinkling the seeds of doubt is what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's so unfortunate because when they brought him on, everybody was excited get her out of Liam's yeah. orbit and then now you sprinkle these seeds of doubt and it's like oh no and I I mean I'm holding out I'm like no man come on so let's let's keep it clean you know I don't want to go there mm-hmm. with dang Finn what are you doing you know what I mean so yeah. but here's the interesting thing because we also found out this week that Jacqueline McInnes Wood is pregnant with baby number two so a lot of people are speculating that it's a possibility would they write in a new pregnancy with Finn. And if they do, oh my God, that would be so awesome. <laughs> oh no, I don't want that I mean, yet. It's I know too it's soon, but they got to figure out something. The girl is probably about five or six months pregnant. So they yeah. got to figure out something. I mean, last time she got pregnant, she was off the air. So I don't know what they're going to do with baby number two, whether they decide to write her new baby into the script. But they got to do something unless she's walking around with big shirts all the time. I don't know. I I wouldn't have minded. I wouldn't have minded it if her and Finn had been in their relationship for like at least like a few months go mm-hmm. by before you make her pregnant I hope that they just hide her pregnancy until she has the baby and they do something where I don't know her and Finn go on vacation together but that's or something. the thing there are a lot and, of fans that are hoping for this as they call it sin S-I-N-N they had a hashtag already for him um, <laughs> when they shipped the two of them together but um, yeah they're hoping for a lot of people like oh my god it'd be so great and Liam find out that she's pregnant blah 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 I mean folks are really wanting this relationship to be stuck at stu- stuck to well, how should I say it should be put in his face meaning Liam and it's, you shouldn't want to throw your yeah. new relationship in your ex's face but hey you he's coming around being all up in her business so oh well guess what you know yeah. But I know you don't want that baby. That would be so the soon. only Yeah, that would be the only like the only satisfying thing out of her being pregnant is uh Liam will have to Liam will have to deal with the fact that Finn is gonna be around. And the now. fact that a lot with a dude like that and you know, that seems to be jealous like Hope said. Um when you find out that your ex is pregnant, it has to, you know, kind of ring into your mind that she's been having sex with this man. So, <laughs> you know, and Liam, he's like, he got to think about that. Oh my gosh, she's sleeping with yeah. him? Yeah. <laughs> she's sleeping with him. <laughs> so, I mean, a lot of people, you know, like I said, a lot of the fans are hoping for that, but 
I, yeah, I'm not feeling the fact that he could be right, but at the same time, he also is wrong for overstepping boundaries too. It's just yeah. so many gray areas, like you called it. And then, what do you think about Hope calling him out as being jealous? She was right to do that because he is yep. acting jealous, regardless of if he keep. I don't care if he keeps saying it's for Kelly. um, it's because of Kelly or not. You're doing a little more than being concerned about Kelly right now. Yeah, I'm hoping because you know, as we saw yesterday, they got a kiss in, and honestly, the guy that plays Finn, that was his real wife in real life, but mm-hmm. they did a good job on that because the clothes, the hair, everything matched. You know, you would think that was yeah. Jacqueline kissing him. Yeah, they do do a good job with um making her over to transition from yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought that was cool because we do need some type of romance and not Ridge kissing a statue because Ridge been kissing <laughs> yeah he been kissing mannequins they had behind the scenes of yeah. it you know so yeah. <laughs> so it's nice to actually have a couple humans actually sharing some intimacy on the show and it happened to be Steffi and Finn you know even though you know like I said yeah. that's his real wife but um I want to see where Liam happened to sneak by and he happened to look in and he catch them in an intimate setting. You won't get your feelings hurt. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what you get for coming <laughs> over here. You know, something that they could go some places with this that will have, because I don't know if you saw my post, but that picture that <laughs> Steffi had on this purple gown and um, uh, Finn had um this suit on and they looked at, like the hot new power couple and it had glittery, um background s-i-n-n and i had at the top i said you know sin is fire and so a lot of people was like oh yeah i i, I mean if they can make him out where there's nothing he's hiding and this dude is this doctor that comes in suited and booted up the Forrester, meeting her for lunch mm-hmm. in front of Liam. Or, you know, he now has to help pick up and drop off um, Kelly at, you know, dropping him off at the at Hope's house. And, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I am not a Liam fan. And the thing is, a lot of people, like I said, they won't say, oh, you a Steffi, you a Hope hater. I, Liam need to he's a waffler he's a lame old waffler yeah you know i mean they want to make him the golden boy and you know and all of this but granted the girls have been choosing to allow liam to bounce back and forth but this is what i'm talking about i honestly don't believe that even if steffi met somebody else a painter who she wanted to date he was definitely still find a problem with that dude too yeah i agree and that's that's why I wish that there wasn't, like I said, the whole gray mm-hmm. area thing with this. I wish they would just make it clear that yes, Liam is is mm-hmm. he's jealous. It's not because he doesn't trust the doctor or because he's found a reason not to trust the doctor or because the doctor went behind his back and had Kelly um brought to Steffi's house without mm-hmm. his permission. Like it's just straight up. Right. He's jealous. Either he's jealous or he's not. Let's not do the gray area so we can keep Liam looking like the the perfect um the perfect husband and everything else that I feel like the writers have tried to make him out to be over all all, all these years. Like 
Let that man have some flaws mm-hmm. for once. Yep. And then, you know, the other part of this is that just say they do make uh, Dr. Finnegan a villain of some sort. All that's going to do is draw Liam right back over there. Because he don't feel that I gotta yep. protect her. Oh my God, I always he gotta love save you. Because he was saying that to her last this week. You know I always love mm-hmm. you. And I'll be like, dude, stop. I'm always gonna be there for you and protect you and blah, blah, yes. blah. That's exactly what's gonna Girl. happen. And Hope isn't gonna put up with it. And they're gonna break up. And then he's gonna move into Steffi's house. And then something else is gonna happen. And Brooke is gonna get involved. And then him and Hope are gonna get back together. And Steffi's heart is going to be broken again. That's it's how it a always vicious circle that's been going on for 12 years. 12 years when this yeah. whole triangle started, like I said before, in 2008. How long can this go on? It's got to be more men in the city of Los Angeles. Los <laughs> Angeles. We're not talking a small town where everybody know everybody. Right. I mean, come on, writers. And she's a, a, a CEO of like the biggest fashion house exactly. in the world. You guys can't find. You guys can't shell out some money to bring on another actor on the show to just be a, on the straight and narrow good guy for stuff. Exactly. I mean, you sit up here and you want to give Liam over the hope, and all of the hope fans are just absolutely over the moon, and that's great. But Liam, stay over there. Just you chose hope. You got your. You know, like I say, if it's got something to do with your kid, fine. But stop trying to be yeah. overprotective and. This week is going to be interesting because from what I've seen in the promos or previews or whatever, um, Finn is going to stake his claim. And I'll throw this out here. He's going to tell her, I want to love you the way that you deserve to be loved. And that's what a man is supposed to do. (laughs) Her character deserves deserves that. You know, instead of mm-hmm. Liam going back and forth and back and forth, and everybody's hoping that he's going to be the one to help take that picture off the wall too. Oh God, I hope so. I'm so tired yeah. of that picture. It's a it's a beautiful picture of them. It's really pretty. But and, and if it, you yeah, it's time for that. And if you go. want one for your daughter, go get a small five by seven and put it in her room. I don't even think that's. I mean. Good. That'll be confusing for that little girl. She don't need to see them pose like that together. Yeah, well, I know. Just get rid of it all. Just get rid of all of it. You know, I guess it depends. I mean, I know. Well, in my case, my kid's father is deceased, but there's a picture of us, even though, you know, and they they have it. But I, I guess it depends on the situation. I guess that's probably why I didn't have an yeah. issue with it, because, you know. But I do understand what you're saying. I mean, their parents are right there. Why not? You know? Right. So yeah, I, I think um, I think your situation is different because you guys weren't the. Well, you know what yeah, I mean. No you guys weren't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're divorced and they're still around right. each other. So I I feel like for a, a child, seeing a picture like that where it looks like they're together when they're not could be confusing. Well, we'll see if Finn can help her take that picture off that wall. <laughs> hope so. <laughs> let's, let's hope, hope so. so. So, um, let's see, because we covered the Thomas thing with Hope. We covered Hope confronting mm-hmm. Liam. We covered Liam confronting Finn. 
what do you think of Steffi's response to Liam? Like, look, do you think she was hard enough on him? Like, look, Liam, this is my decision. Or do you think she did just enough, you know? I think she could have probably been a, a little harder mm-hmm. on him. He, he, Liam deserves to be cussed <laughs> out one good time. Wait a minute. Honestly. Remember when she was on the pills and she told him about himself? Oh, yes. Oh, man. I forgot about that. So I guess she did cuss Liam out one good time. But a sober, like, she's all, she's got, her mind is in the right, the right Mm -hmm. mindset. She's not high or drunk or, you know, intoxicated in any way. Just straight up telling Liam the truth about himself. She just, she needs to do that again Mm -hmm. one good time. And tell Liam to mind his business and you go worry about your wife that you chose to be with and your daughter over there. And you we you know, you got your little we got our little mm-hmm. custody agreement over here mm-hmm. with Kelly. And you let me take care of myself and mind my business over here with my new boyfriend. Yeah. And you gotta deal with it because if he's on, you know, they the writers keep him on the straight and narrow, meaning fan. And you're going to see them in and out and about at the office, at the house, whatever. You, Liam, you're going to have to swallow, swallow that one and deal with it. <laughs> right. Exactly. So. She's not going to let anybody hurt mm-hmm. Kelly. So Mm-mm. he just needs to mm-hmm. trust that. Yep. You are so right. So did you have anything else for Bold? Um, I don't believe okay. so. So what's your um flip the script for this week? Um so my my flip the script for bold I'm hoping and I don't see mm-hmm. this happening but um I'm hoping that what's mm-hmm. his name Zenday? I'm hoping that he kind of catches on to how Zoe is being mm-hmm. towards him and tells her to to back off of him because Carter is his friend. For some reason I don't see that happening because I think he I think he mm-hmm. likes Zoe just by the mm-hmm. way, just based on how he, you know, gives those little long stares at her when they're talking mm-hmm. to each other. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm I'm hoping that he like tells Zoe either you need to drop Carter if you're interested in me or we need to cut the, we're going to cut this off. We're just working together. We're just friends and that's it. Because Carter is my friend. I'm not going to okay. do that to him. Because I'm tired of seeing, I'm tired of the the obvious blatant flirting that she's doing. <laughs> like it's almost, it's almost kind of pathetic in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, my flip the script with uh, Y&R would be if Adam and Sharon if they're going to if they're going to do something if the writers are going to do something with them I hope it's that they actually put them together and it calms Adam Mm -hmm. down and brings him off of this whole revenge horse that Mm -hmm. he's been on Um, and I don't want it to be a one night stand between them that just ruins her relationship with Ray and she's left with nobody I want them to if they're if they're going to ruin the relationship with Ray, I want it to be because her and Adam are actually going to 
now um being in a relationship not together uh a one night stand and then it it ends up being okay and then she doesn't yeah like i i what i picture happening is it's a one night stand and she sharon doesn't sharon ends up not wanting to be with adam because she's so you know pissed mm-hmm. off at him but then ray also doesn't take okay. her back gotcha. i want it to be she is they are actively like pursuing a relationship with each other if that's how they're okay. gonna go okay cool that would be good that on both of them that would be yeah. good that would be really good i feel bad for ray because i like him but I've, i also like adam and sharon yeah i mean well, honestly so. they would make a hot on-screen couple if they're going to put somebody in the bedroom because they are they are a couple outside of the show but yeah it's the way that they're going to do it it's going to be the question um yeah okay so my flip the script on bold is basically you know steffi telling liam listen let me tell you something you need to respect my house respect my rules in regards to our daughter we co-parent outside of that this is my personal life you have no say so call before you come now because i don't want you to walk in (laughs) on anything but you need to call before you come knock at the door you know and the fact that you've made your choice you chose hope Mm -hmm. you need to go be with her that's your wife you got three other kids at the house well two 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 because kelly's back home you got douglas and you got your own baby beth at the house and you got a whole wife at the job go and deal with her this is my life we got a kid together let's co-parent but other than that that's it you're not privy to anything else and don't talk to fan like that ever again yes that would be Mm -hmm. lovely to hear in regards to um a young and restless um I still want Adam and Victor to team up because I think they are stronger Mm -hmm. in numbers. You know, um, instead of him kicking his father off to the side, they need to figure out how to circumvent this whole thing because with them working on two sides of the fence, this ain't going to go nowhere Mm -hmm. but south. So, yeah, I kind of want them to come together and make this work and figure out what to do with Billy, figure out what to do with Victoria so, you know, they can you know, do a press conference, do something to kind of, you know, take the blow out of this whole thing, so. Oh, you know what? We didn't talk about? We got four minutes, but go ahead. Before it cut us off. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Now I just forgot what I was going to say. Was it about Adam? Yeah, it was about Adam. I can't. I can't. I'll, I'll message you okay, after this. Gotcha. After it goes off, we can talk about it next week. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to thank you uh, again, Keisha, for a great show. We had a great time. We had a lot of stuff to talk about. I kind of dropped some nuggets for next week with the previews and Theo and Finn and all of that stuff. So, looking forward to you know the week of um, the nineteenth you know, through the 23rd. So we shall see what goes on with that. Did you have anything else before we go? Um, okay. I don't. All right. Well, thank <laughs> you guys for listening all across the world. And like I said at the beginning of the show, our uh, audience has doubled this past week. So we want to keep it going. And yeah, um, thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you guys. I'm glad you guys are enjoying the show. 
And then pass it to anybody else you know that are fans of both shows and have them come over and grab some snacks, grab a cup of tea or something to drink and sit back and listen to us as we recap both of the shows. So until next week, we will talk to you then. We hope that you've enjoyed this week's episode and enjoyed both parts, part one and two. We do apologize for the break in between the two, which is why we have two parts this week. Look forward to speaking with you next weekend.